You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the heroes of Icon as they defend Cybertronian civilization from the remnants of Cybertron First to Lord Starscream's egotistical leadership and beyond to the unknown threats on the other side of distant stars. Welcome back to Empire of Rust, the one and only Transformers RPG podcast. How's everybody doing today? It is a, a sweltering day, isn't it? It's, it's a little warm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty hot over here. And not just because I'm a big, fat, hairy guy in the <laughs> summer. What, what yeah. are you in the winter? I'm a, I'm a big, fat, hairy guy that's slightly more comfortable. <laughs> Fair. In the wintertime, uh, when, you, when you're cold, you can always put on more layers. But in the summertime, there's only so many layers you can take off before you're breaking yeah. the law. And you yes. know, people get offended. This is truth. Don't worry, Adam. I'm never offended by you. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> I know. It's just like, why would you say that? <laughs> you know what you've done? Yeah. <laughs> Michael, why are you doing this? And he's Do on you video. Want... You're doing it to all of us. You know that, right? Do you want to see his ass? <laughs> uh, and with that said, I have a shout out for <laughs> good, good, for, good moment to segue to that. <laughs> That'll show our listeners what we think of them. <laughs> segue master here, guys, master. Uh, we actually got a comment on uh, Podbean from a couple of days ago. Well, a couple of days ago for us recording, that is. Uh, so I will read this off. So this is in regards to the uh, transmissions bonus cast that uh, finished that came out a few months ago, uh, and is about uh, Pat and Matt's characters. So the two veteran players make Excalibur and the Vorpal Bunny both from Monty Python's Search for the Holy Grail, and you are sure this wasn't premeditated. It was not. It oh wasn't premeditated. God. I was oh the god. god. I didn't even the make first that time connection. I was listening to that, I thought the same thing. Actually, oh my god! <laughs> I, I so realized funny. it once. I realized what Pat was playing, but it certainly wasn't premeditated. Uh, and I, I will admit, I did not make that connection. Like I knew I was obviously Excalibur. I mean, that was my running gag, but the Vorpal Bunny didn't. I kept thinking, you know why? Because I kept thinking of the, 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 the robotic rabbit from Mega Man 2 that would, like, vomit, like, carrot rockets. So that was, like, <laughs> the thing that imprinted on my brain. So, like, I wasn't thinking about, you know, Tim. Of all the wascally rabbits you could have thought of, that's the yeah. one. <laughs> it was a robo-rabbit, you yeah. know? Well, Monty actually had a carrot rocket. He just didn't use it, and then the biting thing was more <laughs> effective. <laughs> that is amazing. As as people that play like like warrior type things, like you do more damage with melee weapons. You just do until you, unless you find like that, like oh wow, I got a five d eight weapon at like level six. You're like nope, yeah. I will crush you with my hands or my cute fangs. Especially the beast, the beast former is especially suited to that though, because <laughs> right. they have all sorts of built in specialization things and yep. nasty. It's almost like it was written with that in mind. <laughs> yeah. 
But yes, I wanted to give a, a shout out to uh, uh, the comments from Podbean. We don't really get a lot of comments like out of, off of the Discord channel. So uh, I do want to let everyone know that, yeah, you know, we for the most part, we do see them and we uh, and we do take a look and try to respond to them as best we can. So keep them coming, you know. Well, that's funny. I, 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 I genuinely appreciate that because so, I did not make that connection. Even though I was one of the connections. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize you hadn't. Because, <laughs> I mean, even he was even called the Vorpal Bunny in the outro. So, um, But that that's sort of a later invention, you know, that was never in the movie. So so I wanted to, to talk about Masters of the Universe for a minute. Who doesn't? I, I know, right? So I've been – so I watched the – the uh, uh, Revelation series that was on Netflix uh, a few months back, and I just found the other Masters of the Universe series that was on Netflix. It's it came out right around the same time, but it's a more kiddie oriented, more kid friendly kind of uh, a show. Um, but in the end, I still really enjoy it. It's done by or partially by the same people who did. Uh, Clone Wars and Rebels, the same uh, animation studio. And even though the character design is incredibly, it, it reminds me a lot of like World of Warcraft character design with just everything is just exaggerated to the point of like, over the top ridiculousness. I still find I enjoy it. Which, of course, got me thinking about all of the, the various Masters of the Universe, all the various He-Man shows that have been out there. And I didn't realize there's like five different cartoons out there. So that, so you're finding that the um, the cartoon about uh, large large numbers of bodybuilders and all in the exact same fuzzy shorts, um, a little over the top? <laughs> <laughs> just, just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> what about you guys? Have you... I assume you watched uh, the the He-Man show back in the 80s. Have you actually seen any of the other stuff? I haven't seen anything newer, no. Um, although it'd be interesting, I always had a, got a kick out of the old one. You know, I have it actually a DVD collection of the whole series somewhere kicking around here that I have to watch. Matt, did you see the other 80s series that came out? The one where he, the new adventures of He-Man, the one where he's in the future? No, no, I don't think so. You know, at least not a lot of it. If I did, I didn't know there was such a thing. I remember there was a a, a Shira cartoon, and I actually enjoyed that more because you had to look for that rainbow rat guy, you know, whatever it was. And I, I, I that was like <laughs> when I was that age, I was like, oh, this is awesome! Like you know, like that drew me in more than anything. But uh, I mean, I I watched you know the original He Man, you know, maybe a decade ago. Like just kind of, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so bad!" But it's like it's that it's that absolute formulaic, like we're selling a toy bullshit. That I'm like, okay, now that I'm an adult, I'm like, okay, this is not, this yeah. is not good anymore. I think I saw some of like the revelations thing. So it wasn't like Mark Hamill Skeletor. He was, yeah. It, which like you know anything he touches is gold. You know, so well, that sounds delightful. I mean, oh, <laughs> he's, he's such awesome. a personality. But I I also don't remember. Like what they did, like I don't, I don't remember it. So like it did, did obviously didn't stand out. Did, wasn't there like a lot to do with Tila? Yeah. Yep. Didn't she like go bad or something like that? It's like okay. 
I see. Sort of as I'm not going to spoil it for because it is yeah. still fairly new. But yeah, you're. It, they did some interesting things with Tila on uh, on that show. So yeah, like there's been like a ton of of different series out there. Uh, the original, the the new adventures. They did a remake back in 2002 that lasted for like two or three years. That at least I remember being pretty good. Uh, and then the the two new Netflix series that premiered uh, last year in uh, 2021. So, so yeah, if uh, if you haven't uh, taken a look, if you haven't taken a, a look at any of the the Netflix ones. I really, really enjoyed them, so I hope you take a look as well and see if you enjoy those. I saw the Revelations one, but I just looked it up now, and apparently there's a part two that I didn't realize came out. What? Yep. They did it in two halves, so the first five episodes was the first section, and then they did the the back five. Yeah, I saw the first five when it came out, and I liked it. Sort of like a mid-season break? Yeah. How long ago was that one? I didn't realize that another one came out. This one came out last year. I forget, Mike. Were you were the you were the big He Man fan on the show? I was Possibly. probably Rob. Rob probably. Rob was is a, yeah, yeah, like he's got like lots of toys and posters and, and I, everything. I went so. to a little uh, convention with Rob and uh, and a friend of his that is isn't affiliated with the show here. Really, that's all he was doing. It was like a, a hmm. big, giant yard sale swap meet. And uh, he was look like every booth that we went to was looking at the He-Man toys and stuff. Like, oh, look at this. Oh, this is in pretty good condition. Uh, wish I had more money. Uh. <laughs> so it's like Rob's here. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> Perfect. It's like, yeah. That's- I am everywhere. I'm omnipotent. <laughs> That's like distilled Rob quintessence right there. You know? <laughs> I have that collector's streak, the toy collector's thing, too. All sorts of things. I've just sort of not been doing it for several years because I don't have anywhere to display. But um, backgrounds in Norwood, I had a display, and I would kept adding to it frequently. All sorts of random things that you could think of. Old Gobot, Zybox, Knockoff, Masters of the Universe, you name it. Since uh, everyone is on video, I have something to show you. Stop averting your eyes. This came in the other day. Holy oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. That's so- awesome. For the listeners, it is a uh, white T-shirt, which is uncharacteristic of my color scheme. <laughs> but um, on it is a image of Sweet Spot that I had commissioned from Ann Luz. Lots of love to you. And on top of it, uh, just above Sweet Spot, it says, I'm here, but below it. <laughs> now it's a race. <laughs> nice. <That's awesome. laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> We'll uh, we'll get some pictures up there and uh, post it up in the in the chat when this episode goes out. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. That's pretty that. great. Now I need to get I, a magnum, uh, magnum shirt. Yes. Okay, I need to I need to get my talk to my my publicist. And, yeah, no, not my publicist. <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna get a permanent one across your chest? I am curious. <laughs> I mean, they they. I got time to bleed. One of them actually has a Decepticon symbol tattooed on him. So, 
like <laughs> right right where his tramp stamp is you know <laughs> <laughs> and how did you see this he's you know it's visible when you go to the beach you know oh. okay yeah i mean now it's funny he actually has a he has a um uh, a, a steamer like an old ship on his chest called the ss cleveland and i am not joking oh i am not Awful. joking it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> Um, wow. Some some people are getting the joke. Some people are nodding their heads and others are just looking sideways like a dog looking at something that might be food. I hope you get to hear this someday, Joe. You know, that'll be that'll be so funny. <laughs> if you don't get the joke, don't Google it. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. suitable for work. <laughs> for anywhere. You have been warned. Yeah, or anywhere, right? Ah, <laughs> oh, all right. I don't have a segue from that, so you know what? We're just going to jump right in. Yes, God, my, chest is, my chest is so hot. You know, <laughs> it's awful. All right, Denizen, you are talking with Damascus. Do you remember what you had said to this guy? Not at all. No, he, um, what did he say? I, like, listened to this literally two hours ago. Maybe three. <laughs> Possibly four. Four tops. Five, maybe. I recall actually liking this guy against my better judgment. Yeah, because he was, he was, like, right up your alley. He was all yeah. about... The glory of battle and... The strong uh, survive and natural selection and all that kind oh, of yeah. stuff, yeah. Yeah, he was all over that. And he was looking for our support, I believe. But The the weak deserve to be forgotten in the slag heap of history. But all of you don't need to be. You're all capable warriors. Work with me and we can bring the glory of Cybertron to the stars. I remember what I said now. I said, uh, I'm sorry if you want me to convey um, any monologues because my memory is not all that grand. He's like, don't worry, here's, I got it on tape. Like, you know, like you could. <laughs> Probably could. But he passes out his pamphlet. It definitely sounded like a monologue to me. <laughs> yes, yes. Practice a lot in the mirror with that speech, dear. Well, I am a public speaker, so yes, I, I, I need to practice, yes. I never practice. I just do what I do. It shows. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get Magnum in the same room as this guy. He just asks you to, to join him and and to work with him, so what do you wanna what do you wanna tell him? Oh sure, that sounds like a grand heap of fun, but I can't really speak for the group. Barely listen to me when I speak for myself. Yeah, if you sign us up for the cyber fascist here, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be the worst thing I've done? <laughs> Maybe. Well, then I think you need to bring your companions here so we can discuss this in person. Don't you? Yes. Unless you can speak for all of them. Aren't you in charge? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a grand notion? Uh, no, I do believe I am not in charge. I have been told so many a time. 
And a couple of times I've even been shown that with action. <laughs> I have regretted some other things I've done. Some, not all. Regret is for the weak, my dear Denizen. Aye, but making mistakes isn't that the best way to learn. I'm never afraid of making a mistake. I'm somewhat concerned about repeating them. Hmm, fairly wise words. It was a human poet that had a phrase about that. He was, really? very, confu- he was very confusing, though. Uh, he said, uh, by three ways do we gain wisdom. Through contemplation, which is noblest. Through observation, which is easiest. And through experience, which is most bitter. We keep forgetting that Carapace has a, has a poet's streak behind him. Well, I'm not there, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pat yeah. does too, apparently. Yeah. He's not there, but... <laughs> Certainly. Carapace's words are in my head. Don't understand why. He hasn't... We haven't even combined. Just imagine one of those little clips where you see Carapace's face sort of floating off, you know, <laughs> in his mind. <laughs> so, yeah, he's uh, he's pretty much asking you to, to either commit to, to helping him, or if you can't speak for everyone, then shut up and bring everyone here so he can get the, the sales pitch to everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all fine and well. But uh, I believe I was asking him something about uh, the investigation that we were doing. And he had... Was he the one who had no idea what was going on with the other candidates? You know, besides Sweet Spot and all? Sweet Spot? Yeah, he he really didn't care. Uh, if, if they were killed, then they were just too weak to defend themselves and too weak to rule the planet. Right. And he despises weakness. And so far, you've shown him a little bit of weakness, saying that you're not in charge. I'll show him my hole if he wants. Just clear out. Let's see. Wait, what? Did I have any- <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> what are you showing me? <laughs> my claws, aren't they lovely? Uh, did we have anything that we needed to chat with him about other than that? So we had no idea about the other stuff had... Very little opinion other than if he dies, he dies. Kind of a, a thing. Exactly. And, and people, apparently people threaten him all the time, but nothing unusual. And he's Not like the other fellow that Carapace was talking to. That guy takes attacks left, right, and center all day long. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> like a champ. As you do. A champ, I say. All right. Um, it is interesting think- to see the, con- the contrast between... Lord Scourge and this dude, both who get attacked frequently and have very different attitudes about it. <laughs> well, apparently this guy gets threatened, not so much attacked. Yeah, because he probably, so it might be, he probably it might would be dead it. if he was attacked. Or maybe he's got some strength behind him and people know it. They don't want to mess with him unless they can take him out for sure. Is he beefy but looking? In either case, did I get any uh, notion that he was behind any of the attacks at all? I'll give you a sense motive uh, to try and piece together anything that uh, that you think was unsaid. And I got myself a 28. Fairly decent. Uh, you don't get the sense that he is uh, he is behind this or that he really has much to, to do with it. But it almost feels like he doesn't mind if it happens because it's it's helping to eliminate some of what he feels is the weaker competition. Like if he found out something that would implicate someone else, as long as they weren't against him, he'd maybe look the other way. 
Yeah, you you get the sense that unless he unless it's going to personally affect him in some way, it's he's not going to he's not going to particularly care about it. What a crafty bastard! Well, I think I've got all the information I need. Um, well, I thank you for taking the time to see me. It certainly took a lot of time to see me, but. I'm pretty much free and clear with the questions I had for you. And I made my point, uh, my standing, pretty clear for you on the rest of the group there. So we'll be in touch unless we aren't. Good day to you, sir. And as you're walking out, he just kind of shouts out afterwards, bring my message to your companions. I say good day to you. (laughs) (laughs) I said good day. And I'll go to the bar that we said that we were going to meet. Rebar. Rebar. That's what it was. Wasn't the original <laughs> bar. It was the rebar. All right. So that is Carapace talked with Lord Scourge. That is Wild Strike spoke at length with Starscream. Uh, Denizen has just talked with Damascus. That was three of the the folks that you wanted to uh, to talk with. Uh, Windblade did recommend two others, uh, Depth Charge and Fast Track, to kind of get their story, see what's going on. But we have Magnum. Uh, Magnum, remind me what you were doing while uh, these three folks were were chatting up different candidates. Magnum and and uh, Pythagoras are going to be. They had already, uh, I believe gotten some footage from those cameras that were outside of the EMP. So they were going to actually track down, try to track down mm-hmm. where someone could have bought an EMP or who was selling them and um, maybe trace a purchase history if someone did buy something like that. Okay. So I guess we're going to be visiting shops and looking on the one ads and stuff. Uh, all right. So that's uh, that's a pretty good idea. Why don't you go ahead and give me, oh, what do I want to do for this? Uh, culture? Culture kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, we'll go with culture. For, I, I, mean, I mean, you could do it's like that or gather information. Or if yeah. he's doing it via, via computer, then computers. If there's, well, is, there like a bla- is there like a black market skill? I guess that culture could be that. Like, you know. I think it's culture because there's no gather information anymore. So well, under, computers make sense. Gather information is under diplomacy. You know, because like you, you have to, know. yeah, like you just walk around and talk to people or it's like computers. Like, so either you're doing it, you know, via social means or you're doing it via technical means. He's probably going to end up doing both. I mean, he's, right. he's going to do a search via computer to find likely places. And if he finds any ads or something like that, but then he's going to have to just talk to people to Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so you want to start with computers and then do culture? So, uh, well, diplomacy, but yeah, sounds good to me. Start with diplomacy? Yep, just like Pat said, it's a if it's a gather information because you're walking around to actually talk to people, then we're doing that. But we'll do the computers first. I mean, that really, way you do your, your research. You really cut us off at the legs here what? there, Pat. <laughs> I mean, there's no reason that you couldn't use culture. It's just that diplomacy does have a thing for that. I so know, it's like technically correct. If only there were some one of us that were diplomatic. <laughs> He's way more into bluff than diplomatic. <laughs> That's a lie. Oh, wait. Never I don't, mind. I don't believe it. <laughs> uh, 31 for uh, computers. 31, you say? God, now I've got to give you something. 
It's also 35, not 31. Oh. Well, that's even better. Because I had to use the magical hat. I have a question about that. This actually, I had this thought when I was listening to the episode. If Pythagoras... Oh, wait, no. So you, Magnum, turns into the hat, not Pythagoras. Yeah. Okay. Because I was sitting there going, like, how could... I was like, you're going to be Magnum, and then I'm like, no, your head is a hat? I mean, like, that's cool (laughs) as as well, like, you know, but... It's very M.C. Escher, I mean. (laughs) Right, right. Okay, that makes more sense, because I was just like... He's flipping the script. You can't be both a head and a hat simultaneously, unless you're like that, you know, that guy from Con Air. You know... I once drove through four states wearing a little girl's head as a hat, and they're like, stop talking to me! <laughs> <laughs> no, Connie? All right. Connie yeah, I, I, can't, I can't follow that up with anything. No, nor should you. Uh, you find six places uh, in the city that could all sell, that are licensed to sell, uh, weapons of that particular caliber. Uh, one is fairly close by, uh, fairly close by to the uh, to where you are now. Because I assume you're probably at, excuse me, uh, at the the uh, ISS headquarters, kind of just in your your office doing the research from there. That would be as long as it's probably the best facility to have access to do. So that would make sense. Certainly. So, yep. Uh, the there is one a couple of blocks away from you. Uh, the other ones are further out. You could uh, you could examine them and you could you know start checking in on them, but uh, two of them are like right along the edges of the city, so you think it would actually take you a little time to to get there. Um, so yeah, what do you want to uh, what do you want to do? All right, well I will uh, just radio my itinerary to everybody else so they know where I'm going in case I disappear. Um, so safe. <laughs> And I, right now, I'll just head. I'll head to the first one um, that's nearby, and then I'll probably get transportation to the others. Now I now I have this image of like how you transform because it's like at one point you're a hat and then the body, but then your body is now the head. So you would like literally just like do a flip and like turn each other upside down and then grow in size, and it's like you know. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. Who wears the hat in this relationship? <laughs> Magnum is such a weird character. Yes. yes. <laughs> you head on out and you make a quick trip down the street. Uh, like I said, it's only a couple blocks away. So uh, here's Pythagoras skipping down the street with a hat on. I think I'll switch back to my bigger self. Now you have Magnum skipping down the street <laughs> with a hat on. <laughs> I, I imagine Pythagoras walking down the street. No, no. Strutting down the street to the music of the Bee Gees. <laughs> well, you can't tell by the way I said my walk. I'm a sage man. No I'm a metal man, so not time to talk. <laughs> I'm sure we can come up with some good words for that. Only takes you a few minutes, but you get to the store you're looking for. It is called the Cyborg Candy Store. Ooh. All right. I'll strut in. <laughs> I'm going to have to put, like, like a, uh, like, 
like disco music coming <laughs> for you over the scene now. <laughs> Various shots from the, like the sidewalk level with the feet, you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, you step into the door and oof, out. Oh, open it then. And it dings. Looks like this person has like a, a little like metal bell over on the, the door. Very low tech. Oh. All right. Well, I'll wander in and take a look. And it is a really upscale kind of place. Think of like a, like an Apple store, except there's guns and weapons all around. Oh. All right. It's a it's a very high class place. Uh, there is one bot uh, up front. The uh, rest of the shop is empty. Uh, but you can see all of these kind of gleaming white and metal display cases. Very minimalist design. Again, very, very similar to like, a, like an Apple store as you, as you walk in. <laughs> uh, hello, yes. How may I help you, sir? Good afternoon. Um, I, well, I'm just browsing. Good afternoon. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I'm just browsing right now, but uh, maybe you can show me around, see what you got here. What would I be? What do you think is interesting? Well, that all depends what kind of weapons you're looking for. Uh, but if I may ask, sir, please leave your coat at the door. <laughs> what? And you can see him, like, eyeing the coat, like, disdainfully. Uh, it's, it's stuck. I can't take it off. Who has a dress code in Cybertron? <laughs> <laughs> and you see like the like the gleaming white of the floor, and then just like like ashes from like cigarettes in your coat, just like falling on it, just tipping it onto the floor. <laughs> what Cybertronian has a coat rack at the door anyway? I know. That's what <laughs> You're so snobby. I think this that... encounter was built for you. <laughs> Plus, his rubber-soled shoes are gonna like leave marks and. You don't lift up like your feet all the way, so it kind of like squeaks and like squeals. Like, Damn it! I'm not now. Not after that. <laughs> do, do you do you wear Converse? <laughs> Converse. No. Uh, I see what you did there. I love it. Keep De- them coming. Decepticonverse. Evil shoes. <laughs> they could be. <laughs> Tell me, sir, what kind of weapon are you looking for today? Um, I'm looking for mainly, uh, something that could sort of silence enemy, enemy electronics at a range, perhaps, or perhaps perhaps planting, like EMP or EMP grenades, EMP device, specialty devices. Something that would, uh... We know what the the power for the power intake was for that sucker, wasn't it? And when we figured out, they hooked yeah, it up, they hooked I, it up to the phone booth or something. Like that. Yes, but bef- before you, before you you actually ask that, I will remind you that the uh, like these kind of weapons are really kind of taboo for Cybertronians, so you might not want to just lead with that. Oh. All right. You you did figure that out before that like <laughs> you know weapons like this are, are you know they're they're not exactly like it would be like a chemical weapon for us almost. It would be like really kind of like this is not the kind of stuff you just uh, you just you just throw down okay, the first so time. You just like walk into a you know a guns and ammo shop and ask for anthrax or something. Like that. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You build up to that. <laughs> I take the pump action shotgun, the nine millimeter Uzi. Anything else, buddy? Yes, you have a, a pulse laser cannon. Hey, only what you see here, buddy. Uh, subtlety, subtlety. All right. Uh, oh, you did actually make a, a a culture check. You said right or something like that. I didn't make one yet. You asked me to do computers, and that was it. Uh, if you want to make a culture check, uh, go for it. Uh, culture is thirty six. Wow. Why do I even ask? <laughs> You're sort of hitting the strong points here, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good person to do this. As you're uh, as you're thinking about this, and you're, you're kind of thinking about some of the the old case files that you perused over the last like few weeks, uh, you seem to remember that a lot of people who got arrested seem to have gotten their weapons from this place. Okay. So putting two and two together, you think that if you play your cards right with this with this guy you might be able to get something a little bit more under the table than what's out on display. Uh-huh. All right. And he's not going to want to give his records away either. So you probably have a couple of different options as to how you want to want to do this. So what are you uh, what are you thinking? How do you want to approach this? I think I'm going to say something like I mean uh all your guns are really nice and pretty shiny, but they're sort of uh, run-of-the-mill, aren't they? I mean, I have a heck of a lot of disposable income here that I need something a little a little more spicy, you know? I mean, do you have anything more specialty? Or, I mean, this is just good quality merchandise, but just sort of off the shelf here, you know? <laughs> Wink of the nod, you know? Go ahead and make a diplomacy check. <laughs> and just to add some extra drama there, a very important diplomacy check. Oh yeah, thanks. <laughs> bah, this is gonna get bah, 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 bah. probably rougher in a hurry, you know. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Fifteen. Hmm. You say a large amount of disposable income. How much is a large amount? I mean, uh, I sort of lose count. I mean, how many? I mean, is, uh, is six zeros a lot? I can't remember. Is it seven zeros? It seems a bit small to me. Is this a bluff? <laughs> I don't have quite that much money, no. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't know how much money you have. I have a fair <laughs> amount, but it's all, it's all spoken for. <laughs> all right. With that, actually, go ahead and give me a bluff. 34. When you say this, you can kind of see his, his optics go wide, like, like six figures, seven figures. He's not even knowing. Hmm. You see him, like, stroke his chin for a moment. There's uh, some things I keep in the back that might interest you. Wait here a moment, and I will bring out something that might be more to your liking. Uh, I want you to make a perception check as he goes into the back room. 35 for perception. 
you notice two cameras up front that are very well hidden, but you can uh, assume that he is keeping an eye on you while uh, he is not in the like while while he's in the back. Can I can I just judging by the where the cameras are? Is there a blind spot anywhere? Yes, uh, you would actually have to like duck down into uh, like what behind one of the display cases. Uh, <laughs> it, it is be a little yeah. obvious, <laughs> right? It it is designed to keep the entire store inside because it is a security camera. So. Well, I mean, a, re- a real life security camera would make sure to cover all the areas, but you know, fictional ones are they put laser grids and stuff like that. You know, so you have to you have right. to be this agile to break our security system. Uh, you can also see what look like uh, like weapon emitters like on the walls, and you would think that it, this is part of the the security system, uh, not like a security grid, not like you uh, that you face in the Vault of Stars, uh, but there are certainly some some defenses which which tracks considering that this is sells high end weapons and considering the uh, uh, what you imagine the type of clientele that's coming in here uh, might be. All right. So it takes about a minute or two for him to pick up the uh, uh, the weapon that he is uh, going to show you. Did you want to do anything before he gets back out? Yeah, I'll browse, but I'll also try to pay attention to where there might be any cabinets or anything locked or computers that might have information. Just do a circuit, just looking at the shelves, and but observe, you know, because I'm looking for his records, so ultimately... Ultimately, I'm going to have to try to get them somehow, and it, it, it doesn't. And I can't just shake them down in here because his security system will probably make mincemeat of me. But <laughs> good call. Good so, call. <laughs> glad I noticed that. <laughs> I think we might have to do some evening visiting. Uh, so there is a, a computer console up front, uh, and you think this is likely just the the point of sale system where he takes all of the the you know the credits for whomever is coming in to to buy. Uh, all of the display cases look uh, sealed and locked. Uh, you do think you could get through them, but it would certainly take you a, a little bit of, of time and effort to do it. Uh, it, it. They're not simple enough locks where you think you can just pop them quickly and then grab something and get out. Yeah. Well, is it like the weapons you have here? What is they like? Are they like sort of bog standard or like bog standard but expensive? Or sort of like, you know, shiny-looking normal normal weapons that are just sort of shinier than average? Or Yes, yes, and yes. Uh, mechanically speaking, you can actually find weapons here that are far beyond your level, but also far beyond your, you know, means of buying at this point, too. Um, but those we- the, the weapons are there and available. Uh, you can f- most of the the standard kind of weapons seem to be priced a little bit higher, but they also look a little bit nicer uh, mechanically. Like they would effectively be masterwork weapons. All right. So uh, for those of you who don't know, masterwork weapons generally give a plus one to to hit, uh, but no increase in damage. It does cost a lot more. So. Mm-hmm. All righty. Yeah, you can. You can certainly find a, a, a wide range of weapons, from uh, Energon melee weapons to, like, ranged uh, ranged cannons and, and, and everything. Uh, all personal weapons, of course. Like, nothing that's, like, uh, like no artillery, nothing like that. Um, but, yeah, there's a couple of nice Energon sabers in there. <laughs> Luke. 
There is an Energon axe, like uh, along the the back there, that looks pretty interesting. Uh, in a uh, a display case behind the front counter, you can see an Energon scythe that is massive. Uh, you think it might actually be sized for a huge bot. Wow. Yeah, I'll take uh, a big pictures with my optics and, and uh, send them over to Carapace. We've got to go shopping here some other time. Or maybe we can go shopping when I go shopping in the evening. <laughs> I'm definitely going to need his help. <laughs> uh, so, I, so I've cased it then. So, I mean, if I needed to get in here fast, I would know exactly where to go to get to the computer and everything like that. So, alrighty. Correct. Uh, he'll bring out a uh, weapon from the back. Uh, it's a fairly beefy-looking weapon, too. Uh, it's it's about as tall as he is. It is a ranged weapon, and he uh, comes around and places it on the counter for him uh, for you to look at. I think I know what this might be. Uh, this weapon here is our uh, Phantom Tempest. It is a shock-heavy railgun. This might be something that you uh, might be interested in. It's uh, top of the line, uh, not for uh, general sale, only for, uh, how should we say, high rollers like yourself. Railgun? That's a scam. (laughs) (laughs) Did you you just say a, a, a Tempest arc caster? No, the the name is unique. Okay, because I was like, that's the same. Like, gun generator. Can I do a quick? <laughs> and, uh, like, vis- that's a that's a seventeenth level. <laughs> you know, two hundred sixty-two thousand credits weapon. What do you want to What do you want to do there, Matt? Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it over. Um, just just get an idea what the hell it really is. Especially concentrating on what the ammunition might be. So I don't know if I can do it engineering or or something to identify what the hell it actually does. Yeah, give me an engineering check. That sounds good. It's not like your carapace or anything. You can't identify the thing by sight. Are you kidding me? I can identify a gun based on the sound of the, the echo. <laughs> you can identify it by the sound of the dying people who are dying of yeah. it later on. You know. Oh, you're dying of this. You got shot with that. The entry. It's like, oh, he was on the he was on the ground before we heard the shot. He's at least a thousand feet away. You know. Got a twenty-three. More than enough. Uh, this is effectively a level twelve weapon. Four D eight electricity damage uh, with a critical of arc of uh, critical effect of an arc of two D four, and it is line penetrating and unwieldy. Two-handed. Uh, also, this shock railgun has a camo paint job that changes depending on the environment. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> I believe I've found my uh, Christmas present for Carapace. <laughs> See, that's interesting. On, on Cybertron, do you think that, like, guns and ammo is effectively just a porno mag? You know? <laughs> you know, for weapon formers? You know? Totally. <laughs> is this a, this is a heavy weapon, I assume? Yes. That's such a good weapon. All right, all right. This is uh, this is more like it. Uh, uh, all right. I gotta I gotta check with the boss to see if he wants 
four or six of them, but I'll, I'll have to tell you. But uh, anything else that's anything else interesting? I mean, I'm, I'm pleased with this, but uh, you know, <laughs> um, anything burnier or zappier? I mean, this is pretty zappy, but I mean, if I had cameras that I didn't like, you know, for example, or I wanted to put a really, really long, thin hole in something. Hmm. A long, thin hole in something. I do not understand what you're what you're saying on this one. Uh, never mind. Never but mind. If it's good, but if it's something, uh, how shall we say, zappy? What uh, what is your goal? What would you like to do with the weapon? You also get the sense that he's he's willing to do business with you. Uh, but he's also you'd think that he's gonna need a little bit of uh, a little bit of, of convincing on this one. So maybe showing him something uh, some money? No. Would go a long way to, to proving <laughs> that he's not wasting his time. Alright. I can do this. <laughs> this this is also the kind of shop that doesn't have any price tags on stuff. Oh, of course, because it would scare too many people away. If you have to ask, then you can't afford it. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll, I'll pull out my his notepad. And well, says he. Well, if if my if my boss gets, say, um, ten or fifteen of these, um, um, and like uh, when I pull out the notepad, I'll like pull out like a thousand Chanix, which is what I have like part of what part of what I have with me, and just accidentally just sort of drop it on the ground with my uh, my pad. Like, I'm oh, sorry, don't mind that. It's not... You can just leave it there. It's not enough to be important. Um, I'll, I'll give you this. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to make another bluff check if you want to do this. However, if you want to just leave it on the floor, mm-hmm. I'll give it to you for free. I was going to leave it on the floor. Oh, okay then. Good. <laughs> it's not important enough to pick up. I, <laughs> yep. Uh, the fact that you just like leave it on the floor there, and it's like whatever. It's just a thousand chanix. Who cares? That's fine. That says more than anything else. Any bluff check that you could possibly do. That's what rich people do, actually. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, so yes. Tell me what uh, what is it that I can I can help you with? What is it that you need? What kind of what do you you need to do to your your enemies? Well, well, my boss is a shy, retiring sort of guy, you know. And when he goes out like hunting with his friends with these twenty or thirty of these that we're going to be buying, um, <laughs> you know, he doesn't like anyone taking pictures of him anywhere, you know. But it's very hard. Uh, you may have noticed that everything around here is made out of metal. Um, everything that has cameras that. The traffic bots have cameras. The hydro, you know, the uh, fire hydra bots have cameras. If there was a way he'd get some privacy while he went hunting, he'd be really pleased with that. I think I understand what you're looking for. Hold on for a moment, and he goes back into the back room. When he comes back out, he has uh, this round device with him. And he places it down on the counter. Uh, this, good sir, is... And before he continues, he actually presses a, uh, a button on his on the counter. Uh, and you can see that the, like, the, the windows and the door 
close, like the actually seals shut. Um, and a little close sign boop, pops up. <laughs> All right. This is very unusual technology uh, and a bit, how shall we say, under the radar. Uh, this is a 60-foot EMP generator. Now, uh, of course, I advise caution as you are using it, because if a Cybertronian would be too close, uh, it is uh, it will certainly disrupt their systems, and if they're too weak, they could go into stasis lock. So uh, you may, you of course, are not going to use this on other Cybertronians. Naturally, I'm, my eyes for quality, so yeah, keep talking. You're doing good. If you needed to disable security systems, just say uh, this c- could do it for you. Hmm. Oh, sounds like my boss would get a lot of a lot more privacy that way. I think. Yes, he'll be very pleased. Very pleased. Oh. They certainly would. So, do you? How many do you think you'll need? I mean, beyond the 40 or 50 we're going to need of this thing. I think we're going to, like, he's going to, like, well, 10, 15, I'm not sure. But uh, I'll have to double check. Now, do you guys do, do you guys do customization? It's very important that everything my boss has is purple. Uh, we absolutely do custom paint jobs for our weapons. Uh, we've never had one requested for uh, a device like this, but we can we can certainly do that. Excellent. So, how would a how long would a custom job on sixty or seventy of these guns, plus eighteen or thirty five of these these things cost? How long would that take? We could have five of these devices, and he pats the what is obviously an EMP mine. Uh, we got a five of these uh, ready by the end of tomorrow. Uh, as for the uh, weapons, these are uh, highly, highly uh, customized and uh, intricate weapons. So it will certainly take uh, longer to build. Um, but we could have it done in the space of, we'll say, two weeks. It's sounding good to me. All right, put me on hold for... 80 or 90 guns and 40 or 50 of these mines but just put them on hold right now I'm going to send a truck with the deposit once the boss gets the exact numbers these are probably low so but I appreciate your time this is excellent you can see like the his expression just kind of like falls flat like when you say put them on hold for me I'll be back soon (laughs) good sir you do realize that all of these devices and weapons are of the highest quality possible. I would need a deposit of some kinds in order to start the building process. Give me a sense motive. I love how your your numbers just keep going up every time you mention <laughs> <laughs> Notice. <laughs> 24, 44 for sense motive. With that you get the the sense that you've stepped in it a little bit he's revealed to you some questionable technology uh. he's revealed to you some some questionable tech and some questionable weapons uh, if you just walk out without providing something to him you think there's a good chance that he will turn on his security system and 
just not let you leave. Um, but again, you get the sense that if you provide your contact information and a deposit, then you'll be able to get out with no problems. All right. Fair, fair enough, my friend. Fair enough. See, um, so would uh, say, uh, say three thousand Shanex be just enough for a coffee for you? Would that be enough? Um, I don't know. I don't get money very well, but uh, and uh, I'll give you my the details of my communicator and all contact information. The boss, my boss, of course. You, you know, you must know him. So, no need to. No need to get into that. But. I don't think you ever mentioned who your boss was. Uh, I mean, care to he's, share? He's, you don't know. I yeah. Goodness, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying not to be insulted here. I mean, <laughs> 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 he, he, he doesn't like uh, having to go around and announce himself. I mean, it really just doesn't seem that. That difficult, you know. I mean, you, you, I'm sure as a man of the world, you must know. You must know. Give me one more bluff check. <laughs> 31. As you're talking, you can kind of see him, like, putting two and two together. Heavy weapons order. Questionable minds. Purple color scheme. And his eyes go wide. It's like... <laughs> Oh, yes, of course, I understand. I've done business with him before. Why didn't you mention that you were his representative? I mean, you are a man of the world. I I assumed you, you knew everything. I mean, I, you have you have such a high representation, you know, reputation. He was saying to me, go, go to this guy's place. He's going to be the best. So I figured I didn't need to, you know, between you and us. I mean, you're just quality. I have his account information on file. I will build the deposit to his account. Excellent. Um, <laughs> throw in an extra, you know, 20% for yourself. I will most certainly do that. Thank you. Excellent. Very well, my friend. It's been a very absolute pleasure doing business with you. We will see you seeing you very soon. The pleasure was all mine. And he reaches out to, to shake your hand like, very hesitantly because he can see all the dirt all over it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that grubby. Well, maybe. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> I'll shake his hand. <laughs> I didn't go to the car wash before this. <laughs> and he pulls it back and just looks at his hand and kind of shakes it. <laughs> Don't worry. It's recyclable. And on your way out, you can see him uh, grabbing a broom. <laughs> to sweep up all the dirt you broke in. He doesn't have a Roomba? Wow, he's a low-tech. <laughs> well, I mean, he doesn't want to have to pay anybody else. Which bot were you referring to? It's got to be Shockwave. Uh, I bet there's a lot of purple bots that it could be. <laughs> I'm guessing Shockwave or uh, Starscream. Does it matter? Is it purple? Not really. A little bit Galvatron. of purple. Galvatron. Galvatron, maybe. God help us, you know. But um, a lot of purple bots. Did you plan that from the beginning? Because <laughs> well, that was me genius. Or- if you did, <laughs> who are you talking to? <laughs> I think you should talk to Mike. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm talking to Matt. If he planned to to set himself up to look like a representative of 
you know, whichever bot it was, if you knew that walking in and planned it that way, that was pure genius. Oh, thank you. I, I mean, I planned to pretend to be someone working for a big shot. And I figured if I pushed it enough, I wouldn't actually have to say who it was. <laughs> yeah, let their let their imagination fill in the gaps. It's... Exactly, that has served and, us so well so many times. Yeah, and you have plausible deniability because you never said, you know, no. like, hey, yeah. it's not my fault that you. <laughs> Nicely done, Matt. If I awarded hero points, I'd give you one, but I don't. Thank you very so much. That was a blast. <laughs> um, once I'm out of the. Uh, well, with it, well, uh, well, that few down the block. Uh, perception, he's probably not going to be following me, but uh, just in case. Is that all right? Go for it. 30. Yep, you don't notice any tails or anything, so you think you're good. All right, when I'm uh, several blocks away, I will uh, radio my companions and uh, fill them in. To the all bar! Right. To the bar! To the pole. Damn it, I have to run everywhere. <laughs> I'm a transformer. Why do I have to run everywhere? <laughs> All of you meet back up at uh, Rebar's bar. Does anyone remember what the name of his bar was? Uh, um, Thirsty Pug. The, the, gre- the Greasy Ankle. Um, Riri bar. This isn't the one. The, this isn't the one where Blur was the bartender, right? No, it's the one we got in a fight, at, uh, which doesn't narrow it down very much. But <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, that. Why one. did we choose this one? He hates us. <laughs> right. So we don't have to worry about starting a fight or not. Oh, well, it's Dude, they're, the ni- they're, they're nightmare fuel here. Top notch. <laughs> His like, bar I, was the fighting gladiator. Oh yes, that's I right. Gladiator, yeah. It's Decepticon only, if I remember correctly. All right. Carapace, you approach the bar first, and you can see that there is a new sign out front that says Decepticons only. Uh, It looks like he replaced whatever sign that uh, Magnum had written on. (laughs) (laughs) Is it it bolted to the building a little bit better now? (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, it is it's bolted right up front. A big sign that says Decepticons only. Well, you do have a badge, don't you? What do you want to do? Oh, well, when we have those fake badges. Yeah, when we slap those on. Yeah. Uh, but I think mine's shitty. Didn't think you do that on purpose, if I recall correctly? Like, give me a shitty one? No, I, no, I didn't. I mean, I, I, Wheeljack gave us a bunch. Okay. Um, no, so they I imagine his you had like a... Decent. I mean, I, I don't know if you're talking to me, but I certainly wouldn't have given you a lousy one. I thought you had one you had one that didn't have a spark casing or something like that. I you think. picked up a, a you picked up a, a, a fuck a, a counterfeit one. Right. Yeah. But it was like a bad From that guy. But didn't Wheeljack give us a few was, counterfeit ones or I don't think Wheeljack did. I know Carapace, you picked up yours from the the cellar uh, as you were heading home right before the the Wolfang fight. Uh, although it looks fine, it didn't pass a security test at the Vault of Stars. Well, they might not have but a scanner I, like that yeah, I was here. Yeah, say I don't think they have yeah stuff that bad. I guess the issue is like he, they probably would recognize me if I was here last time. So maybe that'll be enough to keep them shut, keep their mouths yeah. shut, considering what happens okay. a little yeah, I'll, uh, So I'll I don't know, put it on my. I don't know where where's where do you guys do this? 
Uh, find a flat <laughs> spot. You want to keep it somewhere in the front so you can see if someone's eyeing it suspiciously. It'll give you a little heads up. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll do it in like you know, center, center chest piece sort of thing. Sounds good. And who's to you say that you haven't joined the call since the last time you were here? Yeah, you know. The only reason I joined is because I wanted access to this bar. It's that good. <laughs> <laughs> sure, there are worse reasons think, to join the Decepticons. I don't think even Magnum could pull that one off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't Sorry, be using Look, a bluff. It's removable. I wouldn't be using a bluff skill. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm going to use I'm going to use this thing as a coaster once I get inside. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That'll go over well. <laughs> I know Wildstrike has a few of them that were sort of collected in memoriae of mm. actual, they're actual ones that are from dead Transformers. Right. Um, probably not ones we want to be... We're not gluing, to, gluing those to our chest. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he would have given that to us, though. So. You pop your badge on and you enter the Fighting Gladiator. Uh, it is a very dim, dimly lit bar. Uh, it is actually kind of full for uh, compared to the last time. If I remember right, there was like three or four people in there the last time. Uh, this time, it's actually fairly well packed. Hmm. You uh, and as you look around, you can see that everyone inside has a Decepticon badge on. You do get a couple of glances your way. Uh, but for the most part, people just kind of give you a once-over. They notice your badge, and they go back to what they're doing, and they go back to their, their own talking. Uh, sidle up to the, the bar, have a seat on there. Well, there's going to be, theoretically, five of us, so I'm going to look to see if there's a table for that can house our number. I will say, yeah. Uh, you probably have to push a, a little small bot out of the way to clear the table. Okay. But, Yeah. yeah. Just kind of shove him out like, like, what about the guy who's already sitting there? What about him? <laughs> <laughs> he kind of gives you this like look, like, but when when he sees how big you are, it's like, all right, yeah. all right, yeah, right, I, I, he's you, right, yeah. So I'll order a, a nightmare fuel like at the bar, and then when I find a spot to sit down, I'll go sit there. So <clears throat> sounds good to me. Okay. Do you, do you need me to make like an intimidation check or anything? I uh, not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. we'll, uh, we'll do something when you get there. It'll be fun, don't worry. Wildstrike, uh, you finished up speaking with Starscream, and you just feel that you need a drink after that because. Or a bath. You feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> and you make your way over to the Fighting Gladiator, and you see the same sign that Carapace saw, although you don't know Carapace saw it Decepticons only. Oh, that'll be interesting to see what the others come up with to get by that. I know, right? Uh, I'll head inside. <laughs> I remember right. correctly, we just sort of wandered you... in last time. <laughs> uh, so same thing I described to Carapace. Uh, you get inside, and it's fairly fairly packed. Again, far more than it was before. Uh, and I will actually let you uh, notice something. You see, towards uh, one of the backsides of the bar... Two bots that look 
very similar to the guards you saw in Starscream's palace. Their body types are different, but you can see that the color scheme matches, and it kind of reminds you very much of uh, what Starscream's guards are uh, are like, where it's it's the the gray and the white with blue highlights on them. Interesting. And they're together. Yep, they're sitting at a small table over on the side. It looks like they're just talking, but when you walk in, they look up at you and they see you. Uh, And you notice that over on the other side there, uh, Carapace is sitting at a table. Or actually, I should say, Carapace is uh, pushing a little small bot (laughs) out of a table, uh, where then he then sits down. I'll keep an eye on the, the two that I think might be guards as much as I can. Um, I'll order a drink and then sit down with Carapace in a position that I can still see them if possible. Sure. The the table's square, but you can sit on the, the opposite side so you can keep them in your, your line of sight. How'd you make out? You notice that I'm a little dirty because I took a little dirt nap, you know? <laughs> Same. The rumors of your death have been highly exaggerated. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, Wellstrick, he's covered in, like, soil and dirt a little bit. And there's, like, <laughs> yeah. little bits and pieces on him. A little flower on his head. A little potato under his arm. Like, well, Lord Scourge is still a prick, but he's he's an honorable one. You know, he hasn't... He's not the one responsible for the attacks, and even if he was attacked, he probably wouldn't notice. Uh, but I did warn him about the Infernum artillery because he uh, that even that might affect him but like everybody that we seem to be talking to these days they want our support but I told him that I can't give it to him now but I can do so with a clear conscience because I know he doesn't actually need it interesting so they begging for support not begging like that would be the wrong word but he would appreciate it. Uh, yeah, Starscream was doing the same. I told him uh, I'd let you guys know, but uh, we know what's going to happen. We do. I didn't get much from him either. I mean, he's... Oh, I tried to... Uh, Wait, you got something on your nose there. Some brown? You got some brown there. What? <laughs> it starts. You know he goes nose first all the time. <laughs> no. Immaculate. Immaculate. <laughs> Shiny happy people. There are two bots at a table behind you. Uh, they're in a... Well, not behind you, but, you know, further back in the bar. Um, they have the same color scheme as all of the guards of Starscream's palace. Interesting that they're all decorated to look the same as him. I mean, Starscream's an egotist. Mm. He's trying to... While you two are talking, Denizen, you arrive outside... The fighting gladiator. This must be the place. All right. Let's see. Oh, Decepticons only. Lovely. I'll go in. Take a quick look around. Anyone eyeballing me? They're all eyeballing you. But they turn away after a few seconds. All right. Clearly, my massive 
Decepticon symbol caught their eye. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, then. Satisfied, you know? I'll go up to the bar. Barkeep. What can I help you with? Uh, I need a drink. Um, Something that would be kind of refreshing here. Do you know how to make a Bloody Mary? Preferably with a small animal that is named Mary. I have no idea what that is. We serve one kind of drink here. Nightmare fuel. Fine, fine. Give me one of those. No, it give me two. I don't want to have to come back up here for you. <laughs> <laughs> he starts pouring the drink. You can see smoke start rising from it. The whole mixture starts Ooh. bubbling. Uh, speaking of which, Carapace, go ahead and give me a 42 save. Of course. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, that is a 17. A 17, you say? Yes, I rolled a three. <laughs> uh, I forget what the D- oh, they said the DC for last time, but I'm willing to bet it was more than 17. I would assume it's 20, but that's me, you know. You take five points of damage. Acid damage, specifically. <laughs> Wild Strike, were you, having, were you partaking in this? I get a drink, but I haven't drank it yet. He's nursing. Better drink it quick before it get, eats to the cup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Denison, you do notice both Carapace and Wildstrike at the table. Uh, you also notice it getting very smoky in here. And all three of you uh, pick up on the source of it. Uh, there is a Decepticon in the uh, towards like the the back, like the back, one of the back corners here, who has transformed into his car mode and is revving his engine. Looks like he's showing off for his friends. Is that sweet spot? <laughs> no, sweet spot doesn't smoke as much. I mean, it's not Magnum. I don't know. He was smoking last time I saw him. <laughs> hey, hey, ouch. Wow! <laughs> Wouldn't be caught but dead in here. Uh, you kill me. <laughs> no, that was the other mic. <laughs> All right, so I'll grab the drinks and I'll uh, I'll pay him exactly what they're worth. Okay. Or what the price is? No tip at all. <laughs> what? What was that? What did you say? I didn't say anything. That's what I thought. And I take the drinks and walk away. <laughs> hey, boys. <laughs> How's by ye? And I'll sit down with them. Yeah, join us. Don't, don't or, mask or not. your enthusiasm. Or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe they only have one drink? I mean, it might as well be a self-serve station there. What do you need a bartender for if you only have one drink to serve? <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, what is that? It's like, oh, you're a slushy machine. That's your form, and you make nightmare fuel. Oh, God. There you go. Oh. He'd be awfully popular. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he wasn't expecting a tip, like, ever. All right, so what we at, boys? Just discussing how we made out. Well, Damascus was an entire waste of time. Half the time he kept me waiting while he was putting on his, his ears. His ears? His ears. Sorry, there's oh. an accent here. <laughs> I thought he removed his ears for some reason. Hey. Thinking that might be a good upgrade. I was gonna say that'd be neat if we if we had like an accent if we had an accent filter. You know? <laughs> so be like, oh like Adam, while you're talking, I just kinda go click and also it's like, oh Adam's talking normally. Like, you know, there's no more filter anymore. <laughs> just <laughs> 
Are you trying to get rid of the accent? <laughs> no, I just think it would be funny. Like. No, just the character. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Damascus uh, wants our support. I almost inadvertently gave it to him. Almost. I told him I don't speak for the group. And he was uh, fairly concerned with that. He wants to see us all, but, you know, that's only going to be to ask for our support. So I can save you the trouble of that trip. Seems yeah. to be going around. Why Why are we so important? What's the big deal? Depends on who you talk uh, to. Apparently. Oh, that guy, Damascus. You, Carpus. You would love him completely. I've heard good things about him. You know, I, I, I don't doubt I, we'll see eye he's, eye. he's heard good things about you. He was actually expecting you rather than me. Uh, well, I guess I'll have to get used to disappointment. All right. So what's this taste like? Uh, down the whole drink. Fort save. Yep, it, here it, it comes. It tastes like, it actually tastes like burning, you know? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Flavor uh, burning. Let's... <laughs> let's <Yeah. laughs> It's it's pH Did is I less than is w- less than one, so. <laughs> and the roll is eleven. Is that good? <laughs> Did it do well? <laughs> what the hell happened to the place? Why is everything on the side? <laughs> <laughs> There's an awful lot of feet in my view. <laughs> What the hell time is it? <laughs> Denison, seven points of damage to you. Hey, I felt every one of them. <laughs> Enough, the floor jumped up and hit you. <laughs> That's really good. I don't think I've had a drink that strong. Ever. They use this phrase about putting hair in your chest. I don't. I don't really understand it. Let's put something on my chest. All right, Magnum, you are heading towards the fighting gladiator. You get there, and there's a sign, Decepticons only. What do you want to do? Oh, goodness. All righty. I'll go around the corner and out into, like, a back alley. Pull out a piece of scrap metal, square-shaped. Put it on the ground. I'll put a few rounds into it. Well, first, before I do that, I'll draw a Decepticon symbol on it in crayon. In the purple, as best I can do, which probably isn't very good. But. <laughs> then I'll put it on the ground. I'll put a few rounds into wow. it. I'll use uh, uh, Pythagoras' like repair torch to like burn it and melt it um, until it's like, and I'll just rub it on the ground a bit. So you just sort oh of see a, pur- a vaguely purple sh- Decepticon shape that's been very damaged. And then I'll glue it to my st- my stomach. This is either going to be brilliant or awful. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, it'll, it'll match the rest of his appearance. <laughs> Indeed. All right, and I'll, I'll head in. You head on in. Make me a bluff check. <laughs> Dr. Jones, your appearance is exactly as I imagined. <laughs> All right, it is a 32. No one bats an eye. <laughs> wow. 32. In fact, one of them looks at you and says, Nice symbol, man. 
<laughs> Has his stomach been burned out by the nightmare feud? Oh my god. Oh man. You can make up whatever story you want to whomever questions it, and they're gonna believe you. This is why you're the public's favorite, Magnum. You can do absolutely no wrong. <laughs> if you BS enough. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Bluff for the win. <laughs> God, you're amazing, Magnum. Thank you. <laughs> all right, guys, how you doing? Oh, that's all of us, isn't it? I think that's everyone. Right, yeah. Shit. I, I was like, oh, who's next? And then I'm like, uh, no one. <laughs> Magnum, what are you doing standing on the wall? <laughs> uh, these are the new shoes I have. They stick. I'll I'll stick out my claws and claw my way back into my seat. <laughs> oh, thank goodness I've got another one. <laughs> Oh, and uh, like I said, they're, 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 they're good here. Carapace, why are you dirty and almost smiling? <laughs> and I, 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 I took a, I took a nap at the arena. You found a den, did you? I did. Oh, I'm fairly you, jealous. Like you should actually, see. you should actually check it out. It's pretty. It's a, it's a little slice of home. Do they have caves? Mm-hmm. They do have kids. They do. Spared no well, expense. All right. Now, well, mark this moment. We have Carapace and Denizen bonding here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I, 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 we, we share this. Of like, course. Want, well, definitely. Of course. You know, legit. Uh, legit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll drink to that. And <laughs> forgetting what the first one did to me, I'll down the second. <laughs> Here it comes. One more fort save. Of course. Can I assume there's, there's another one for me, too? Yeah, sure. You can have mine. <laughs> uh, Dancing <laughs> save. Fortitude. A 14. Five points of damage. Ah! And I ha- this this time I have a 30. Ooh, you keep it down. Yeah. I think this is the first time anyone's done it. <sighs> so, Magnum, what's new? What's what's cracking with you? Uh, I think I hit pay dirt. Uh, I found the weapons manufacturer who who probably produced the EMP device. However, he wasn't very forthcoming with the records. In fact, I didn't ask for them. Um, we might have to. We might. Someone out there might owe him a lot of money now, but it's probably not us. <laughs> but we need to get his records. So I propose at night we break in. Who's with me? And with that, we will see you next time. (laughs) 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 Sorry about your shoes. (laughs) They're magnum. Oh, you're speaking from the secret files of Teletran One. Empire of Rust is written in GM by Michael Ordway. Headmaster Magnum and his partner Pythagoras are played by Matthew G. Denizen, the mysterious druid, is played by Adam H.U. The Decepticon warrior Wildstrike and his partner Nyko are played by Mike M. And Carapace, the beast soldier of Primitive Eucharist, is played by Patrick Finn. Additional characters are played by Michael and Cassandra Ordway. Empire of Rust is supported by the humans and networks of planet Earth, whose online networks provide access to libraries of sound effects and music, such as Storyblocks, Sasplat, Blue Zone, and Dark Fantasy Studios. 
We are distributed by the Transmissions Podcast Network. Stay up to date with all the latest news and reviews in the world of the Transformers by going to transmissionspodcast.com or searching for the Transmissions in your podcast app of choice. You can communicate with the heroes of Iacon by joining us on the Transmissions Discord channel. There you can discuss episodes, talk to the cast, and download the rule set used in the Empire of Rust. Teletran 1, signing off. <laughs> <laughs>